0: Hey, Cassidy sorry. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy, hmm.
1: would you say you have an agenda?
2: Well, yes, I would. I think it's obvious.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. Can you explain it to me?
2: What's the deal? I mean, look at the content I post.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> Gun Gold, the <laughs> goldest video game podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Andrew So You heard him there the infamous Cassidy Sarge.
2: Hello, I'm here. I have an agenda because I'm just doing my job, posting on the news.
3: Does it say your agenda on your chair? You got a branded seat?
1: Cass, you like discourse?
2: <laughs> I hate the discourse. <laughs> I used to like it. Uh, and yeah, now I don't.
1: Do you ever feel like there is no in-between, right, between consume product Mm -hmm. and say nothing bad and hate everything you feel like that's the discourse
2: i feel like that that is a good amount of the discourse and then some people in the middle being like come on y'all like kumbaya and Mm uh yeah i i just that's why i don't talk at all that's why i don't mm-hmm. participate in the discourse except on this show in the in the circled walled garden and then no one ever reaches out to me from the outside you know at the outside of the garden so i'm good baby mm-hmm. echo chamber is what we call that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what you need everyone needs that. nothing outside has ever been worth anything to anyone don't
2: challenge my views
1: Cass. when was the last time you felt like you were in the console wars <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, uh, this is the first time I'm not gonna buy a console at launch. Like, one of the consoles at launch. Like, I think since like Nintendo 64, probably. Uh, so I am kind of bugging because I'm I'm like truly Switzerland in this console war. Yeah, you're getting for the first time. Itch. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. You're I uh, uh, I missed the, the bullets.
1: <laughs> uh, Cass, gun to your head right now. You gotta join the war. Wh- who are you going with? <clears throat> I don't want to. I don't want to jump into the news right at the top of the show. But
2: give me the Xbox. That fucking PS5 is huge, dude. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, it's thick. Comically, I think big. they're both pretty. Th- I think they're both pretty thick. I agree. They're, the they're Xbox big. is huge.
2: And then when I yeah. saw how gigantic, how much further,
4: massive,
2: <laughs> the PlayStation was over the Xbox, it, that blew my fucking
1: mind.
4: It's just, they're big It towers over
1: ways. the man. Yeah.
4: Probably the same, I mean, the same PS4. mass, maybe, right?
1: No, the PS5 I mean, could, is bigger overall. Let me, while we're talking about this. Elmer Guardado also here. Yeah. Robert Mechie also here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up the weight of these consoles. The
2: Xbox Series X is like, it's got girth to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a... a Like a little chode kind of action, yeah. But it's like it's like
4: a cute girth, you know. I mean, now now you're just being Mm. very subjective. But I just think both of them, both of them are in a position where there's going to be a a pretty significant portion of the people that buy them that are going to have to do some dumb bullshit to get them to like fit in their media center. I agree. Either way, right? Like either console. So that's that I think the funny thing is that both of them are not just built in just like what we're used to console size wise. So I just wonder how many media centers are actually fucked. And uh, I don't know. We're gonna get thicker media centers, I guess. Sorry, the PS5 has a
3: vertical stand. You can just put it next to the
1: TV.
4: I don't like that. I've never anyone that stands their consoles.
2: What do I do now?
4: It's
1: got wings got kind of like yeah, removable wings a little yeah no i don't like it uh have you ever seen maybe we've talked about this on the show are you familiar with the had to do it to him yep kid
3: yeah the pop collar we've, the watch yeah
1: yeah have we seen the the ha- how to had to do it to him ps5, PS5? yeah, hmm. yeah well, i'd love to see that yeah uh so give me some bets who thinks the ps5 is heavier I,
3: I think the PS5 is heavier.
1: Cass Elmer, you think the Xbox is heavier?
4: Yeah, I, I think this could either be very deceptive, but I just feel like the Xbox is going to be thicker. I, mean, I think
1: the, the Xbox is heavier, forever. too. Yeah. I would have said the Xbox was a hair heavier. The PS2 is 9.9 9 pounds, and the, or the PS5 is 9.9, 9 and the Xbox Series X is 9.8.
4: They're the same. So they weigh the same. the same.
1: They weigh the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: if
4: you remove the but base plates, won. they're the same. Mm. Uh,
1: while we're on console discourse, did you see the fucking blow up about the Xbox Heat? No. I missed this. I mean, this was like... Dude, the, you want to talk about the console wars? I felt like it was 2007 again. You were
2: deep in the trenches of Reset Era?
1: <laughs> on Reset Era, and I saw I was in the Twitter threads. Because here's the thing now that happens is that you like a few video game tweets on Twitter. And now like I need to turn off the suggested content in my feet because now <laughs> it's you ever see like the in video games and then it shows me like all those tweets. So I see all the discourse. People were, there was two comments taken out of context. I forget who the first content creator was, but he was talking about the Xbox and said that it was pretty, you know, toasty like most consoles are. And he made a joke about it being able to heat a house. (laughs) And then Jeff Bacalar from the giant beast cast said that the console was warm to the touch and that especially the extended storage you plug into it heats up and is hot to the touch, but not, you know, anything out of the ordinary for like a PC component. People ran with this. They were like giant bomb said that it's a fire hazard (laughs) Giant Bomb said the SSD burned his hand. Some I saw the amount of clip, like quote cards I saw mm-hmm. of this one dude's comment out of context like the Xbox could heat my house in the winter. People were <laughs> running with this. I saw people were like Xbox is dead. The console is going to overheat. It's going to burn a house down. Then what? Then you'll regret that you didn't buy the PS5.
4: Remember? They're like, so
3: desperate. Mm.
4: It's it's both. Poor like, don't Jeff. Even, don't even try. Like you, you become one of them when you talk like that. Don't do it. You're better. But remember when like Red Ring of Death was a thing, and they were just oh, replacing shit. Like, isn't it crazy that that happened like not that long ago? Like, so I feel like we're probably over past. A decade ago. Yeah, but I mean, it's just the fact that it generally happened in our
2: generationally, life, yeah.
4: Like, I just can't imagine something like that happening now. I mean, it's like, still happening
3: with the Switch. People are doing yeah, that shit savage. with their
4: fucking Joy Cons. Uh, okay. Yeah, Joy Cons. Yeah. At least right. with that, it's like a separate accessory. Technically, not really, but you know. Um, but it's it's just uh, you know, it's silly. People just want to get. I don't know. I don't know why people really want you to know who their tribe is. Maybe it's because it's a. It stems from it just being a big financial investment. Yeah, that you need to like talk yourself into like. It was worth it, kinda of like people who, you know, buy expensive cars. But it's not even you wanna feel just you like, wanna feel
2: justified and like validated. Yeah. I mean yeah, it is right? it's
3: it yeah. is just tribalism. It's not even like a monetary investment thing. Like, you know, I don't know how much money you've put into the Dodgers, but it's probably less than a than a console, and you're a hardcore Dodgers fan. Like it's just this is the team that I was you know, I grew up with, so fuck everyone else.
4: <laughs> yeah, Oh. well, okay, I guess that too. It's just weird because I I just don't I don't know i just i just can't i just don't get the corporate tribalism i guess uh
2: that's america baby capitalism yeah,
4: america, baby mm-hmm. maybe the console think, wars are the greatest like just example of what's what the fuck is wrong with us
2: i mean it's an extremely passionate fan base and customer base that is essentially divided into you know four at the very most large markets right with like a pc nintendo microsoft sony yeah and so yeah then when a new console generation comes out you can kind of split into two camps like things things get crazy i don't know man it's it's a lot like the election Mm -hmm.
4: see i was Mm -hmm. gonna say the marvel dc when the movies were coming out there was like a (laughs) two-year stretch where they were actually looking like they were trying to compete with each other um but yeah. At times, man. I think uh
1: there's nothing as crazy as a the losing console. I like the you know the console war people of uh the losing generation, right? Like if you were a Wii U owner, you were a, uh, a <laughs> tight knit group. You uh, had to rely on your brothers. Mm-hmm. There wasn't many out there, so you, <laughs> you had to pick like... and choose your battles. Mm-hmm.
2: That's why you're out there on the Miiverse. You know, you're on on (laughs) the the YouTube channel. (laughs) Trying to convince
3: Uh, everyone on the Miiverse that we use the best console.
1: (laughs) God, I miss Miiverse so much, honestly.
3: I kind of wish they brought it over to Switch.
1: I do, because if you ever played Splatoon 1 or 2, uh, I guess 2 more likely, because they kind of implemented what the Miiverse was in there. That's where you had, like, all those fucking drawings Mm -hmm. where it was like... You get to see them on the billboards (laughs) Everyone, oh, everyone
2: that. went in there and talked about how their wife Linda left them. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: that's like all Miiverse was, or it would be like somebody put po- like the Miiverse for fucking meme wars or whatever dumbass shovelware ninety nine cent indie game was on the Wii U e Shop. You went into the Miiverse boards on that. That's
4: where fucking hate groups are like. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. how they're
2: communicating. That's where QAnon was born.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Andy, how's the uh, – I don't know if you've been playing this game, but the Splatoon community, are they still having fun with their little messages and stuff? Oh, yeah. They're dedicated. Yeah. I haven't played recently, uh,
1: but every once in a while I, I kind of drop in on the uh, the message board, see what's up. Because yeah. the game, it lost updates. It's oh, not really? Mm-hmm. Like they're still doing some updates, but they're not doing like Splatfests anymore. Mm. The Splatfests, uh,
4: like the mustard or ketchup thing?
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's coming. They're actually bringing that back for the Mario stuff. I Think like in March or something, nice. doing a big Mario Splatfest.
4: I do. I have really to imagine like this Nintendo thing really quick. The, the mm-hmm. obviously they made a they made a thing with the Mario celebration, but I like just fucking like Animal Crossing is gonna get an update. That that sounds like Splatoon gonna get an update. Like I like the little, I like that bullshit, man. Mm mm-hmm. They're very big. I think like especially in the
1: Switch era. I'm going to give you, like, here's the full game. Take it. And we're going to do, like, some free little updates throughout, which is something they used to never do, uh, just to keep people engaged. I think for Animal Crossing, it works. Splatoon, it worked, too. I think Splatoon was maybe, like, the biggest time they did it, like, at at a large scale uh, on the Wii or Wii U. Um, but, yeah. I imagine, I have to guess, like, there's going to be another Splatoon game at some point. Maybe even like a spinoff. I feel like that's kind of... It's like their biggest new IP in, in quite a long time. It's not like they're doing much with ARMS.
4: What's the spinoff you want?
1: I don't know, honestly. I really... They did that like a, a story first person expansion to it. That stuff was really good.
4: That thing had um, a very suggestive trailer, I remember.
1: Mm-hmm. It's got the isopod in it. Mm-hmm.
4: Is that the sexy Splatoon? No. Oh, but there's a lot of
1: sexy Splatoon.
4: Oh, okay.
2: I'm uncomfortable. It at was Isopod like Agent
1: uh, Agent Eight
2: or something. Yeah, should... Agent
1: Eight is I think who, you, if I, if I remember correctly, who you play as. Yeah.
3: This should like an XCOM Splatoon spinoff.
2: They could, I could do see a. Like they could do a like a Splatoon Royale at this point. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of amazed they they haven't. Aren't they doing like a Mario Royale already? Isn't that one of the new Mario updates That's out? out?
2: Yeah, Mario 35.
1: Wow. Which is, uh, you know, to get into some games we've been playing. Sam's not here, and I know he has been playing it as well, but I've been playing Mario 35. Uh, Kind of addicting in the way that Tetris 99 is. Kind of, I'm going to play three games, which turn into six games, which turn into nine games. Uh, but it lasts a bit longer than I think a Tetris 99 does. Um, and it's, I think there was that Ma- Mario Battle Royale that was online that got taken down, yeah. which was basically a, a hundred Mario's race to the end of a level. This is more, you can attack people. It's kind of like Tetris where you send garbage to people's Tetris uh, fields. Every enemy you kill in this is sent to the person you're attacking. <laughs> So like you kill a Goomba and then you send Goombas, which turns into in the beginning is very like easy and straightforward and kind of slow. Uh, But then, you know, as I've I've been in the top five a few times and you're you're getting sent to one one and there's six Bowsers (laughs) and like then there's cheap cheeps flying all over the place. And, you know, you can quickly get like if you don't. If you're not prepared for it, you can quickly get into a spot where it's like I'm surrounded by six Bowsers and I got nowhere to go. And that's just it. Have you won a match yet? No. The closest I've gotten is three. Uh, But when you get into the top five, everything kind of like picks up in speed
0: Mm.
1: and it throws me off the game. And then, like I said, you get stuck in these positions where it's like I'm surrounded by seven Bowsers. What am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's... It's definitely really interesting. There's, like, a lot of... Similar to how when Tetris 99 came out, they didn't explain any of the rules about how anything worked. Uh, it's the same situation, it's like situation here. It's, like, how many points are these things worth? And, like, you you can start off on random stages. It's all, like, you vote on it. But because the game just came out, everyone votes 1-1. One, because one, it's, like, the only level anyone has. So you start off on 1-1... One, one, but there's, like, this weird strategy around it because you can start, like, if you remember in, like, the second level of Mario, you can, like, kind of go past the wall, get the three warp pipes. You can pick where to go next. There is a strategy because you want to pick levels that uh, in the beginning have more enemies and then at the end have more coins because they all do different things. It's like you want to be straight. You don't want to go to one four, uh. Or 1 3, whatever the water level is, because it's a bitch. So, like, you want to go to like 1 (laughs) 2, where you can fucking uh, collect a lot of coins, get a star, a one up mushroom. So, you want to be, like, kind of strategic about it. But it's free. It's kind of worth downloading just to give it a try. It's definitely, like, a pretty unique thing. Uh, If they get rid of it in March, that's pretty stupid. Um,. The same thing, like, they did with uh, that Jump Rope game. They were like, this, you can download this until September, and then it's gone. And then September came, and they're like, just kidding, it's staying up. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like they say this so that, like, if nobody plays it and the game dies, they don't have to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, people like the game, and they're like, all right. Out of the, you know, graciousness of our heart, we will leave it up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you find can keep a way. Jump
2: Rope Challenge. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You know, we're really, you know, we pinched the pennies, we dug in the cushions, we can pay for the servers for Mario 35 (laughs) to keep them up. (laughs) Thanks, Miyamoto. Uh,
3: What the fuck else is Nintendo online service going to?
1: You don't want to play, uh, Star Fox (laughs) 2?
3: I got Panzer Dragoon 4K HD 60 FPS on the Xbox. I don't need Star Fox.
1: Damn. Wow. You gonna play, uh... Crimson Skies.
3: Oh, hell yeah. you fucking kidding me? Project, of course. Project
1: Gotham Racing.
3: Project Gotham Racing. Mecha Salt 1 and 2. Crimson Tide. Or no, not Crimson Tide. Blood Wake. That's the boat one.
1: Honest question. How many times do you boot up a backwards compatible game?
3: Um, Usually when I'm drunk and I just want to play something. Like, I haven't beaten a backwards compatible game. It's not like a long play thing. But like I, I legit did download and play Panzer, Tri- uh, Panzer Dragoon just because it was on the store on Game Pass. And I was like, mm-hmm. this game is fun. This game is just like if, if people, if they kept on making Star Foxes. I love that on See, Jim- shooter shit. I play Fusion
1: Frenzy a lot, too. <laughs> Jim Ryan told me who the fuck would ever want to play this. That's, That's- why the PS5 doesn't have backwards compatible. That's Jim Ryan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's Cass, what have you been
2: playing? <sighs> yeah, oh, man. man. I've been playing a lot. Uh... uh <laughs> Not to belabor the point, but thanks to the great product of Game Pass for PC, uh, I've been playing a couple of different things. I checked out Observation, which I had heard a little bit about. That's
3: the regular Um, one, isn't it?
2: No, I think that's Observer or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Observation, you basically play as like a computer OS system on like a space station um something has happened to the space station and you've kind of got to get it rebooted and figure out what's going on Um, and you're sort of like directing uh like an npc through the station and like hey okay i need you to open this door for me okay you do a real brief puzzle the door opens you get a little bit more story you know the pattern repeats uh, so you're jumping from like security camera to security camera until eventually you get like a sort of camera sphere that you cruise around with little jets. It's cool. Uh, it was super atmospheric I, and I I dug the atmosphere. Um, very like alien uh, because, you know, some things start happening and not everything is as, as it seems and, you know, yada yada. Um, and I think a, a part of that atmosphere is like the story is a little bit slow and the action is a little bit slow and it was just a little bit slower than what i'm looking for right now but i i enjoyed what it was doing i wished it was maybe 10 percent more hand-holdy i got lost on what i was supposed to do a, a couple of times for the maybe two hours i played it but it's cool and it's on uh, at least pc game pass
1: oh nice is this a newer game
2: I think it's a 2019 or a 2020. Yeah, it's it's fairly new.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, but yeah, I dug that. Um, I also downloaded and checked out uh, Sam's favorite game of all time, Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. And I just have to admit that I don't like these games. Just straight up, I don't yeah. like I don't like the Dishonored games. Um, and I think there are a couple of things at play here in that I don't really love. How you just, like, move around and feel in that game. And number two, I'm just not really sure I like stealth games. Like, I never really got into the Metal Gear Solid's. I never got into the Dishonored's. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed is, like, barely a stealth game anymore. I send my fucking Magic Eagle GPS up there (laughs) that shows me the location of every single enemy. Uh, That's like...
3: For shame. Remember when Assassin's Creed was a stealth game?
2: Yeah. I kind
1: of want to... I wish I liked the Dishonored games.
2: I, I really do, too. That's why I gave it... I, like, gave it a go, gave it some time. <clears throat> and something just genuinely rubs me the wrong way about the whole, like, tut-tut and, like, finger-wagging about killing somebody. It's like, oh, you can knock them out or you can kill them. And if you knock them out, then that's... You're good. And if you kill them, that's bad. And I know a million games do that, but I really just something grinds my gears about the way that they do it. I wish I had something more specific about that. Yeah,
3: well, I think it's just the way it's designed is it's it feels counterintuitive because all of the best tools and all of like the variety of the gameplay in that game is designed around you killing people, but they punish you for it.
2: Yeah. Just it's not working for me.
1: I also like I feel like first person stealth sometimes is not I don't know, it's the hardest thing for me to get into. I feel like in that game I'm constantly getting caught, and I don't know from where. Exactly. It's like I'm like now spinning around to find out where I am. I know like third-person stealth, like it's unrealistic, quote-unquote, to be able to peek around a corner with like the camera, but I think it makes for a more <clears throat> enjoyable game.
2: I got a couple more for you. Thanks to PC Game Pass, one more. I downloaded Rage 2. Hmm. Which is like, fine. It's perfectly fine. It's no dude. It's 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 no dude. I mean, it is a fucking video game ass video game. You know you <laughs> you play Walker, the last living ranger. Your adoptive aunt that raised you, you know, died in the battle of your hometown, and now you've got to go out. You're the last hope. It's like, oh fucking god, dude. Does it at so least have a sense
3: of humor about it?
2: It it wants to. It thinks it's really funny. <laughs> uh, so it's like um, Borderlands? It's like borderline Borderlands. Mm. Um, it's okay. I'm probably going to keep playing it a little bit, uh, but it's it's very much here's, here's a map, and here's a bunch of dots, and go and knock them out. Oh, so it's going to turn out. into
3: your new Odyssey.
2: Go and knock them out. Speaking of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <laughs> baby... We have reached the end of an Odyssey. The end of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I wrapped up the cultist plotline. I wrapped up the first DLC uh, plotline. I wrapped up the second DLC plotline. I wrapped up the family plotline. And I think that's all of them. I'm done. So we clocked in at about 178 hours on this guy.
3: Jesus Christ. Packed
2: it up. GameStop is still going to give me 13 bucks for it. So (laughs) even in death. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey brings me life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very, very much burnt out by the end, but I'm glad it's done.
4: <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> are, you, are you know if you're the first person? <laughs> I'm I certain I'm, I'm not. The game's been
2: out a yet. long time now. Uh, but I would like to get Guinness out here and see if we can work something out.
1: You going to buy the new Assassin's Creed? I don't know. I, I don't
2: know. I'm sort of. I'm sort of feeling some kind of way about Ubisoft right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Do we? Do we even really know what the next Assassin's Creed is like? It's Vikings. Yeah, it's, it's no, no, Odyssey no, with that. Vikings. Like they're still but doing
3: it, the same origins Odyssey formula. Yes, okay. it's types. it's
2: going to be one of these. So like, a really has like, more action RPG yeah. than. Stealth, yeah. honestly. I heard that, base management.
3: I was going to say, know. everything I heard about this one is it's all about, like, like you're not actually traveling as much as you are, just, like, fortifying your base because the whole, like, the, the conceit is that you're a Viking that's invaded a land and you have to get a stronghold going in this land. So I'm like, that honestly sounds more interesting than Odyssey to me, and I hear that this one is shorter than Odyssey. Um, I also haven't played either of the two new Assassin's Creed games, so I'm like, maybe this is where I, I jump in and figure out, like, what's going on with the series now.
4: You kind of got me at like, what if the RPG mechanics weren't about you, but they were about your house? Like, mm-hmm. I think I could get in. Like, I think then I would give a little bit more shit about like some cosmetic bullshit and you know what I'm doing. So, I didn't realize we were base building here. Yeah. I mean,
2: you know, let's it's, yeah. Who with knows an asterisk, how deep it's actually, right? It's yeah, Assassin's I mean, Creed base building. So, yeah.
0: Fortnite, yeah. Um,
3: probably not even. Probably not even mm-hmm. that deep.
0: I'm it's thinking. No, like, honestly, like, I want to customize.
4: You know, you know I want to put red curtains up instead of blue. Yeah. Well, you should play
3: Monster mm. Hunter then.
2: Might be asking for too much.
3: Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't like that game. That sounds like a you problem.
1: I do feel like the <clears> Assassin's <throat> Creed has a bit of the uh, the old Call of Duty syndrome they oh, like yeah. I'm. over. I hear everyone's like, yeah. This one, I think this is the one. I think this one's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, Everyone like I'm fine third or fourth.
3: Yeah, I'm fine mm-hmm. jumping back into Call of Duty every three games. Like I played last year's Modern Warfare. Probably not gonna play whatever the fuck this one, the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Cold War that's coming out this year. Probably not gonna play that because it's like I, I just played one last year. But I like I liked the Modern Warfare remake um, more so probably because. I hadn't played one of those games in, like, three years. The same thing with Far Cry Primal. I know, like, Andy didn't like that game at all, but I had a good time with it because I hadn't played Far Cry since Far Cry 3. And I was like, okay, this formula still works in, like, a pretty cool setting, but I also hear that if you played, like, you know, Far Cry 4 or anything else before Primal, it was just the same shit with the DLC skin. Blood
0: Dragon.
1: I saw a headline while we we're, were near this topic. Uh... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, on PC, as of now, no longer fits on a 250 gig Mm. SSD. Mm -hmm. That's so disgusting, dude. It's so big. It's so gross.
3: It's all because of uncompressed files. Like, you look at, I I bet you Cyberpunk comes in, like, did they announce how big it's going to be? How big Cyberpunk is going to be? I'm sure they have. I feel like it's like under 100 gigs, which I think is right. You know, like, it's a big game. Like, under 100 gigs is still pretty big, but it's not like... What
4: was Red Dead at? Wasn't that that around 100?
3: Yeah, Red Dead... Yeah. I think Red Dead was over 100. It was like 125.
4: So how that is Red right. Dead less than COD?
3: Because COD, they just don't optimize. They don't optimize anything. They're just like, yeah, we're going to throw new no, files I know. in there. I'm We're not going to the... shrink anything. Like...
4: The annoyed question. You know, what the, what the fuck's going on over there?
1: Yeah.
3: Well, a big part of it, too, is actually the uncompressed audio. Like, there a while back when Titanfall 2 came out. That shit was like, it was like 70 or 80 gigs, which was ridiculous for like the type of game that it was. Um, And people found out it was because they had raw audio files in there that they eventually patched and compressed. And then it got down to like 40 to 50 gigs.
1: You also can't, you can't download Modern Warfare without downloading the campaign. Mandatory. Which is a little bit, I think, frustrating for a game like that. It's like, even if I play the campaign, it's like, maybe let me delete it but keep Mm. the multiplayer. Not like the whole package. Uh, It kind of makes me, and not to go back to the new consoles, but like, I know we're getting super fast SSDs, but I think like, it's going to be like 600 something gigs after the OS on PS5, and it's going to be like 800 something gigs on the Xbox after the OS and everything. Mm -hmm. That's not a lot when... Mm -hmm. uh, Call of Duty's coming out and taking up 100 gigs on console and Cyberpunk takes up 80 and Red Dead Remastered 4K version takes up 120 like yeah you're gonna eat do you guys that have so like
4: multiple games installed at once usually yeah I did yeah I just feel like I don't have that problem I guess I just don't play that much on my like if my PS4 was my main console I guess mm-hmm. I, would, I would totally understand um, which that I guess answers that yeah, I do. I do
1: have moments where I like go to download something on PC, and it's like,
4: oh, I gotta clear some space,
1: and then I have to look at all the games that I've haven't touched in two, three
3: yeah, years. Empty out that Steam library feels oh, so yeah. good to See? do a, a full Windows refresh.
4: I just hard, I I hard uninstall everything the moment I'm like, I haven't, I I uninstall Siege. My life's been better. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. that's
1: it. Now that Sam's not here, I can also <clears> say I'm, I think I'm done with Siege forever.
4: Yeah. I think hey, it's, but I like think. it's not I don't leave angry. No. I leave a little beat you know war beaten. Mm-hmm. But like I feel what a game, right? It gave us so much. So many hours of joy. Yeah. Tachanka is getting reworked. What a Yeah. Oh I'm, wait, shit. I might I, come back.
3: I was going to say I'm still playing Siege. Like I don't play <laughs> oh. hardcore. I don't really do ranked. I don't really I don't care that much and I think that might that probably pisses off the people that I play with that do want to play ranked. But I'm just like, this is just a it's a fun game and like this is how I have to play it to keep on enjoying it. Like if I start taking it too seriously, then it becomes unenjoyable.
2: Yo, is that is that Halloween mm-hmm. event back where you can just do the gadgets oh, and the, and the so. hammers? Because uh, that was so fun. That was so
4: fun. I would go back for the hammers. The hammers is mm-hmm. so. The ha- oh my god. The yeah, I would re download
2: mm-hmm. Siege for that. That was yeah, fun as fuck. I'm I'm down to play
3: that again. I feel like <sighs> they're definitely doing something for Halloween this year.
2: I hope.
4: Robert brought up uh, the, the, the the weird problem of, like, when you get too into ranked and you start to hate the game, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it's no longer you playing the game. It's you playing the ranked system of the game. And that's where I'm at with MLB The Show 20. I am Ooh. so fucking deep. Like, Robert has seen me spend six hours straight.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I've seen you spend three hours in one game, fucking sixteen innings,
4: dude. That's it's, nuts, dude. Oh my god! So, I remember
3: when I was watching you play, you were like, "Is this what playing a Dota game is like?" <laughs>
4: <laughs> it really does feel like that sometimes, dude. Because I mean, the minimum is probably like a forty-five minute game minimum. Like that feels even kind of eh, probably around there. Damn! I'd say What a commitment! An hour. Yeah. And so that's also the thing, like I gotta be, I have like a ritual about it now and I have realized I play better when I'm a little high, so it, it, it's a whole thing. But I started, you know, and I remember, I remember having a record, a win loss record of like three and 27 or maybe like three and 20, not good. And I was like, okay, my goal is over like the next couple months is to be 500, right? Have like a matching win loss record. A week ago I finally did it and hit 40 40 and now I'm at 63 63 and every day it's just like I win one I lose one I win two I just eat dog shit and I go on such cold and hot streaks it is just so I'm so good at pitching Andy I am I am playing people way better than me I can Mm -hmm. just tell by their time played their rank and everything And with good cards, and I am just untouchable. Like, I'm throwing, like, one homer games, and the homer was the only hit you got off me all night. Right? Mm -hmm. And then I just can't fucking swing the bat and make contact to save my life. So I will straight up lose a game 1-0 to because of one home run I made in, like, the second inning where, like, just one bad pitch... And uh, I spent all day, all game grinding and I know he's not going to score on me. So all I have to do is score.
2: Are you getting and hate hits? Like, are you getting on base?
4: Sometimes, but that's the thing you go. On, Cause I'll go dude, on a tear. Like, you know, multi Homer games. I'll be very aggressive. And then I just won't be able to see the ball. Have you ever like, gotten a Denny's grand slam? Oh, I've mm. hit in a grand salami, dude. I hit one grand salami in my career and it was absolutely incredible because the score it was like the ninth inning and the score was one to four. Mm. So I, I walked that off. Juicy. That was beautiful.
0: That's the juicy. Yeah, that's whenever, rule.
1: that's when everyone's on base, right? You hit a home run.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Grand, se- okay. grand slam. Yeah. It sounds like the matchmaking is pretty good in this game then though. It's <laughs> dude. The matchmaking is awesome. I'm like so impressed. Like obviously the first, like, 10 games it's like oof i don't yeah. know if i'm good at this game or not but once it locks in it is so 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 good um I've, i have never felt like i always know if i get f- if i get smoked it's me right mm-hmm. like i never feel like i just got match made with someone totally out of my league so mm-hmm. shout out to this game and every month the new season starts and like you start off in different ranks, so it's like spring training, regular division, wild card, all the way up to World Series. And depending on what level you're in, you only matchmake against those people in that level, and you get reward better rewards the higher your level the yeah. higher on the bracket you are. What level are you? Uh, so I I bounce around wild card easy now. Wild card is my like because above wild card is division series, which I, I I get in and then get out, and then below wild card is all star, which I sometimes drop down to, but I know I can get back up easily. So, so this
2: all, is this is your classic, you know, bronze, silver, plat, diamond, challenger kind of idea, right?
4: Basically, yeah. So <laughs> I am three away from the diamond.
0: Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Wow. Um. Or I would if when I'm in. Two away from Diamond, I guess, technically, when I'm in the highest I've been. Um, So, I don't know. I'm just having so much fun, though. I I love it, and I hate it. And it's so upsetting to spend a two-hour game. Me and this guy, were are b- both pitched no hitters all the way to the 16th inning. <laughs> That's a long fucking game, dude. That's like two and a half hours. Yeah. And the, you can pause the game, but everyone only has a three-minute pause timer. For all the entire game, so your timer just starts the moment you pause. So, a good like there's some troll strats where you're just like, I'm just gonna pause it and wait three fucking minutes, Uh, just to like, cause this guy's got really good timing. Let me just fuck him up. Let me ice him. Yeah, let me ice him a little bit. Um, but they can do that shit to you, and uh, it's just there's so many little things, man. This game is awesome. I've put zero money into it, and I have a god squad. Like I have a competitive. I can do great things with this, and I still have some purchases that I'm working towards, but I'm not putting money in. I'm just trading rewards I get for the currency that I'm just saving up for to buy, you know. My and dream you got cards. this.
1: You got this on PS Plus, or you bought this new one?
4: I bought. I bought this new one last year. What they did, they released the MLB game for free on PS Plus. I think the f- next February was when it was. Okay. So I'm. I'm curious to see if they just make that a thing. Cause if they make that a thing and it's going multi console, that'd be kind of good for them, I guess. Um, so, so like, when you buy the new one, do you have to like you start from zero again, or? Uh, I don't know because I didn't play online in nineteen. Okay. Um. So, so this they, is this is my first time. Yeah, you'll find out when you buy it on Xbox. No, I mean, if it's multi plat, I'll just buy it on PC.
3: Did they say is it coming uh, to PC too, or was it just like Xbox and PS5?
4: That's a great question. If it comes, thought to PC, it was I PC. PC. If not, I mean, I'm I'm not. to. Yeah, imagine
3: playing possible. that in ultra wide. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah.
4: I just I would love to stream this game. I mm, think yeah. I would have so much fun streaming. I think it, it it is a good game to stream. But I'm not dealing with, you know. Do you have any?
3: You have any like uh, old classic players on your team? You got any Ruth Bader uh, Gins? You got any Babe Ruths? No, that's
2: Baters?
3: the thing. Babe
2: ha- Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 that's very close. It's very Babe Ruth and <laughs> Babe Ruth, and Bader, Bader, Bader Ginsburg,
2: Ruth? baby. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Rest in peace. That's um, my next Twitter no. account,
3: Babe Ruth, Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, oh man, what was your question? Oh, do I have any old guys? No, because I what I love about this part. This is like where I I do like. I don't know. I just get so happy because I'm building my dream team. So I've rejected great offer, like great players to sell them for the player I want in that position. Oh, so you're a capitalist. So I, you're trying to money. No, ball. no, 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 no. I have players that are worth less sometimes. He's a
2: yeah. sentimentalist.
4: Yeah. I'm like, this is the, this is my favorite, my favorite catcher. Yadier Molino. Mike Piazza. Cardinals. Oh, he's, he's good too. But, but that's an example. Mike Piazza is technically a better card. But I got the Yachty card because I'm a big fan of Yachty. So I just... I like having a... And my 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 squad is all young, hot, like, boys. Mm. I got the You
2: hot, got the you got that uh, Oakland Athletics guy whose name I can't remember? Matt the Chadwick, hot new guy?
4: Ramon Lariano. It's a lot of good, hot... Uh, you yeah, know what I'm talking today, I'm like, I'm like, I yeah, maybe, challenge. maybe he's on the
2: Padres. I don't know. The, uh, the one guy who's like... Tatis Napoleon. Jr. Yes, yes, that's on thank the Padres. You. Thank, I thank Jonathan, you. you. I would definitely
4: have it.
3: I want what you... I want you to get to your rank in the next MLB game to come out. I want you to get to your current rank with the Detroit Tigers. That's my challenge.
4: (laughs) Their
2: current roster?
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, no. Because you you really can't do it at that point, right? Because, like I said, I haven't put money in it, and I've been able to build a God Squad. Like, if you're not playing with a God Squad, (laughs) you still have to grind, right, to earn. Like, I've put so much time into this fucking game. Um, but if you just play the game, you can get out of, you won't have to use the tigers.
0: Um, so it would actually
4: be very, not impossible. There's, there's people on YouTube where that's their thing. They're like, I picked, I made a squad out of, you know, all whatever.
3: Yeah. I picked Michael Jordan 16 times.
2: One star (laughs) prospect. Speaking of ranked games and rankings, boys, rocket league. I've been on that rocket league grind.
3: Hey, can we play rocket league game together?
2: Let's yeah, play Rocket dude. League, yeah. because I, I actually f- think Rocket League is fucking fantastic. Yeah, Here's the problem, though. Ranked ruins everything fun, mm-hmm. because casual mm-hmm. Rocket League mm-hmm. is great fun, and the extra modes in Rocket League are great fun. I'm playing Ranked. Everything's going okay. You have to do your, your 10 placement games, right? Just like your fucking classic MOBA or anything else. I do my placement games. I'm like, oh, those actually went pretty well. I performed pretty well. Let's see where I placed. Plat one. That's actually pretty fucking good.
3: That is really not bronze, good. Not
2: bronze, not silver, not gold. Plat, and I, you know, share that with my my other friends who play Rocket League. They're like, wow, fuck you, dude. I've been playing this game for five years, and I'm in plat. <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty good. I play uh, a couple of casual games on uh, Sunday morning. Without exaggeration, I probably lose like 20 games in a row Oof. without a single win. And not like, ooh, we just barely lost by one, like six to one, seven to one, eight nothing, six to one, six to one, four to one. It's like, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with that game, but Rocket League is great. <laughs> I immediately plummeted my rank down to like gold two, uh, but let's get in there. It's great.
1: Yeah, free to play everywhere, cross-play. It's free to
2: play. It's cross everything <laughs> Are you playing basically. on your
3: Xbox or Steam or what?
2: I'm playing on Epic because that's where it's free. Oh, okay. On PC. Did, so if you
1: did own they it, take it off Steam? If you own it on Steam, I think you get to keep it. And I think it's free there still. Okay.
0: Well, so how bought do you it,
3: so like yeah. How do you add friends? Is it like is it like a Rocket League code or how do you add friends in Rocket League for cross? They're
2: going to make you make an Epic account if you don't already have one. Oh, uh, okay. So it's all, you know, under the epic umbrella. And so you Mm. hook up via like epic friends. Mm.
4: Interesting. I'd be down to play, man. I feel like I jump into Rocket League, you know, every three months and immediately fall in love again.
2: It's fantastic. And I mean, just like Siege, like they have put so much shit into this game. Like there's a billion goal explosions and boost trails and wheels and decals. And oh, my God
1: buy the Batmobile. He's, that's what I was going to say. He no, I did not Which buy the Batmobile, there? but so
2: I, I did spend money on my very first uh, Battle Pass like and, and bought the Rocket Pass. So I'm, I'm grinding Rocket Pass levels. I'm doing the whole thing. Nice. They got me. They hooked me.
4: My main car is the uh, Dominic's Ice Charger from Fast. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still rocking the the Ben Affleck Batmobile. That thing's a fucking classic for me.
2: Mm. See, I use Octane because that's what the pros use. So. Mm. It's yeah, a, it really doesn't
3: good. change anything, right? <laughs> like they. No, it does. Does it? It's oh, I thought I yeah. thought they all said yeah. all the cars had the same hitboxes.
2: Uh no, different different bodies have like different properties. Really? Yeah.
3: Where do can you see where the because pro- I don't remember seeing anything about the properties in the game. Like is that like a, like a meta no. game thing you have to look up?
2: I think I think it's more about like shape. Like the you know bigger and boxier ones like uh are going to perform differently than like you know the the small flat ones. Mm. I,
4: I don't what think the pro speed is. or jump is affected, but shape affects, like, the angle you can hit.
1: Exactly. Weird. Friend of the show, uh, he was actually mad at him bringing it up last time. Friend of the show, New Jersey Rob, uh, he is, like, really into Rocket League. I, whatever the highest rank is, he is, he's gone to pro Rocket League matches. Oh, my God.
4: Uh, he hasn't
1: played in them. He's gone to watch, but he's really fucking good at Rocket League. He's got a, like a thousand hours in it. So he can do like yeah.
3: the aerial tricks and everything.
1: Yeah, he's doing crazy shit. I'm
2: working on my aerials, man. You better, you better watch me.
1: <laughs> nice shot. <laughs> nice, Thanks. shot. Thanks.
2: nice shot. Nice shot. Oh man. Oh, the Savage. toxicity in the Rocket League chat. Oh, yeah. Holy calculated. Shit.
4: Calculated. Is the what, a what a save! What a save! What a save! What a save! I love Rocket League. I love that.
1: Uh, where you guys at with Hades? Anyone beat it yet? I see no, you guys got a lot of hours. I dude. I, I checked it. the profiles. <laughs> I beat it. Really? Damn. Yeah.
2: Man, what do you think?
1: I am... Uh, <laughs> I don't
2: know I'm how much shocked. to say. You're shocked what?
4: It's hard. I, I, I didn't know you were that good at games, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He thinks you're bad at games, Cass. That's
2: weird. No. I don't know what I did to deserve that.
4: It's just... I, I, I'm... I'm struggling. How many bosses you did you get to? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got that's a better bosses.
4: question. I'm still at the same, the Minotaur and the guy. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe that's the problem is that I I just switch weapons way too often. Um, what are I you have, having?
2: Are you having like consistent success with anything?
4: Bow and shield. I like range. I like having, like, I like the shield throw a lot. You get that, like, some doom on that shit. Uh, it gets pretty nasty. I don't know. I need to, I think I need to unlock more of the darkness. Do you get good stats with that last set of keys? Um,
2: it's nothing like earth shaking. It's not going to, like, make the game easy mode. That's for sure. Okay. Okay.
1: The game does have an easy mode no I'm not a bitch if you choose to go that route
2: it's great I mean and and, uh, no spoilers the sort of like uh, story reasons for okay great you beat the game but hey runs continue is like really really great and I was surprisingly like the second I got out the first time I was like well damn I have to get out again so fired it right back up I am consistently making it to the final boss now. Pretty much every run, though. Really? Wow. Yeah.
3: Damn. How long does a full run usually take?
2: About
4: 30 minutes. That's a great question. Oh, Oh, okay. 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 I fucking love this world. The art, the music, the writing. Every aspect of this game fucking rules. It feels so good. All the weapons are awesome. It's got enough shit where every fucking run you feel like you got something. Like, I don't know, you never feel like you wasted a run. Mm-hmm. Every run feels productive. And I'm not this kind of person. I don't like doing these kind of grindy ass, you know, games. Uh, but this one just fucking, God, man, this music is so good. But listening to that on like while I work. That puts you in a mood.
0: Yeah.
2: Listen to their other stuff too, man. The the stuff from other games is fantastic.
4: Yeah, the transistor album is
2: Duran Korb over there knows yeah, what he's doing. I'm
4: for sure gonna I think I'm gonna go back and play all their games. Um What's the one right before this one? That's Pyre. Pyre. I think I'm gonna do that one next. I just wanted to come Let's... to Switch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It
1: is literally out. the only one not on Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I don't have as much time in this as you guys. Actually when I was comparing playtimes on Switch, I'm I'm just over according to them an hour or so. An hour oh. or more is what I've played. Okay. I don't think yeah, so yeah. I played. Fifteen, I think. Damn. I was And Cass is at like twenty something, thirty maybe. This is a, well, I think I checked last night. And the Switch's time thing, it it only goes every five minutes. To ten hours, I'm not sure where it checks in, but because mm. uh, I was doing some runs last night, I got to like a multi-headed thing
4: mm-hmm.
1: in the oh, lava that, world.
4: Mm-hmm. That's the maybe the best fight. Well, I that, mean, out of the three I've done, that fight I de- once you kill, once you nail it, that fight's fun. I got fucked
1: with, like literally, he had a sliver of health left. That was my first time fighting him, but that fight was awesome. Like, I must have fought half that fight with, like, five health left. And it was, like, what weapons? Spear. Spear. Okay. I'm consistently using the spear. I just got the ability to buy, like, the, uh, and I haven't gotten it yet, the glove.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, the kind of claw-looking thing.
4: Yeah, that one's uh, fun. It's
1: fast. Yeah, I'm... I'm a big fan of being able to throw the spear, call it back to me, and get backstab, and then I put a bunch of, like, shit into backstab passive abilities. Mm. But yeah, it's it's rad. I, need to I, start can,
2: this game. I strongly recommend uh, some of the Poseidon boons with the knockaway effect, and I strongly recommend some of the Athena boons with the deflect, deflect effect. Is, yep. Because, like, if you're using the sword or something and you're using, like, your special ability, like that ground pound, and that does deflect, like, that's a free get-out-of-jail-free card for, like, any projectile that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with Poseidon. If anyone gets too close, you just slam that and they all have to get back. It's it's pretty good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Game is kind of so And
4: f- it's so fun how, like, you get to build a fresh character every run. You know, you get that long-term feeling you get in a good game where you're building out a class every single fucking run. Like, that's crazy that they fucking nailed it. Like, this game's a fucking miracle, dude. (laughs) I I absolutely love this game so much. Yeah,
2: it's fantastic.
4: Yep. And it's great on Switch. Like, I think that's... I can't really imagine playing this game on PC. Um, I'm sure it'd be great, but, like, uh, get it on Switch. Hopefully it's still on sale. Uh...
1: I think it's going to be it's definitely going to be up there for game of the year this year. I think this this year is going to be an interesting game of the year for everybody, but no, I think this going one's be, going to
3: it's going to be weird. Can't wait.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of places put this over like something like The Last of Us or or Ghost or Cyberpunk I put, I, even.
4: Ooh. I can't speak for Cyberpunk yet. But I think I put this above both of those games you just mentioned.
3: Yeah, yeah I, bu- I bet you this and Alex are like the two, you know, sleeper hits no. for GOTY this year. No. <laughs> Not on his watch. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my, my, el- my elitism is showing by trying to say Alex is a game of the year. Um, boys, I have been playing Star Wars Squadrons. And this game, I think, might be the game I've wanted. It's been like my childhood dream. Ever since I got into Star Wars. Uh, Because I've always been more on, like, the aesthetic and the ship battles and the fleets of Star Wars. Like, that's always what's been appealing to me about it. Like, the Jedi shit is cool. Don't get me wrong. I love being a good lightsaber fight. But Mm -hmm. I collected Star Wars ships. If anyone ever comes to my house, you can see an entire fucking attic full of, like, old Star Wars micro-machines that I collected forever. And being able to play this game in VR is a dream come true. And it works, like it's it's so smooth it i honestly think that they built this game for vr first and then ported it into the second dimension because it is so good it is so good in vr and i'm just playing with a controller like i just have the headset on plugged into my computer playing with the controller it all works so well even the user interface like there's no motion sickness the cockpits are incredibly detailed the sound design is amazing and like it's, it's built on, what is it, Frostbite 2, whatever EA's current engine is, so it looks fantastic. And it's just, it is so fucking immersive. It, the only other game I've played in VR that's been able to keep me wearing the headset for, like, three plus hours is Half-Life Alex um, But when I first booted up this game, I played for, like, three hours straight, just going right through the campaign, and it is fucking great. And... <laughs> To kind of summarize it, it feels weird because it's like it is just a Starfighter game. Uh, So anybody that's played like Rogue Squadron or I guess even like the Battlefront um, Starfighting mini games, it's it's the same conceit. But they've added, I think, just the right amount of depth to this game where it's not like Microsoft Flight Simulator levels of having to like hold buttons and adjust things on your ship Uh, like you don't need a full keyboard to play this game. Mm-hmm. but i think that the amount of depth they add to the star fighting and the way that these all of these ships uh handle in the vacuum of space feels more right than it's ever been also you can drift you can drift in space which is the most ace pilot feeling i've ever gotten is just throwing on like all all power to engines full boost hit the e-brake and then spin around and fucking take out the dude chasing you it is the greatest uh, I feel like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. I feel completely inverted. It's fucking great. It's the coolest shit. Uh, Tatooine Drift. The Tatooine Drift. Now, this is pod racing. They're actually... It's actually... (laughs) One of your uh, co-pilots in the campaign is a former pod racer, and they kind of poke fun at that. Um, But I've actually only been playing the campaign of this game so far. I haven't touched multiplayer. Part of me is scared, too, because I know people are probably really fucking good at it already. And I want to really nail down the mechanics in the campaign before I jump into multiplayer. But the campaign is actually pretty good, too. Like, the story, I didn't think I was going to care about at all. But I feel like the writing is done well enough where it's like, these characters are interesting. It's not like, you know, shattering any of the existing Star Wars lore. But it explores the dynamics of, like these two military factions in a in a pretty fun and like engaging way to the point where after every mission you have the option to go like walk around your hangars and talk to all of the characters that you're flying with and i i really do i go to every character after every mission and just like play out that dialogue just cuz i want to hear more about what they think of you know everything that's going on get a little bit more insight into what this phase of the Star Wars universe looks like um, and it's cool because you get to play on both sides. Like this mission, missions alternate between the New Republic and the Empire. Uh, you both play very differently. I was not expecting that. Even mm-hmm. the Empire ships, like the the energy management in the ships, is way different than the New Republic, which is another layer of depth to this game that I just I wasn't expecting. And the fact that this is all only forty dollars uh it feels like a steal like it feels crazy polished it feels perfect for vr there's clearly a lot of love put into this game from the dev team who obviously love star wars and are huge star wars nerds and are able to explore the lore in interesting ways that don't feel like they're trying to shoehorn in like a new franchise or something but i yeah. cannot i cannot sing this game's praises uh enough i
1: fucking love this game i'll be interested to hear too if you ever get into the multiplayer, like. I wonder what that looks like, what that scene is. If it kind of lives, does it have like a, a meta to it and all that?
3: Oh, I'm sure it does. And what I've been reading is that they're, they're you know, even in the campaign, you kind they kind of like, it's built a way to guide you into multiplayer because I think that's where the legs of the game are going to be. Um, but it's cool to see just how much, like how much choosing a ship actually affects the composition of your team. Um, and how, like, because when you're doing, like, a fleet battle, which is, like, the main multiplayer mode, you want, like, you want a good balance of ships that can support other ships by, like, so support ships they have a lot of health, they can take, uh... Um, like, cannon fire from the capital ships away from, like, the smaller ships that are designed to do damage. So it's kind of fun to, like, fly in formation when you're assaulting a ship and it's like, hey, I'm going to run interference because I can boost all my shields up front, but I know your ship does more damage. So you get into this fucking, like, three-man formation, you do a fucking run on a capital ship, one of you shooting lasers to take out their turrets, another one is, like, dropping bombs from a Y-Wing, and your support ship is absorbing fire and, like, throwing shields at you from the side. And it just, it, it feels so tactical, it feels so cool to pull off a, uh, a fucking run like that. And then you get even deeper, the map design in this game is fucking great, too. Like there's so many crevices you can fly into to really make you feel like an ace pilot. You were just like barrel rolling through canyons and like dipping in and out of uh, empire ships and destroying the core and then escaping before the gate closes. It's it's so good. It just this is, is it, everything. Is it I all in space in or
1: can you go on like planets and stuff? It's
3: all in space. Everything I've seen so far is in space, and I think all the multiplayer maps are in space. Lazy. Too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh any customization in, in campaign or is that yeah can I put a bobblehead in my cockpit yeah you can mm-hmm. put
3: a bobblehead you can put you. so you have three customization slots in your cockpit because this game is first person only Me too. Um, so you can you've got a hologram you can customize your hologram you've got a little uh, hanger so you can throw dice or whatever you want up there and then you've got a bobblehead too so you can have all three of those in your cockpit and then you can customize the paint job on it
1: nice you can That's also customize your pilot it. I want to decorate the spaceship.
3: Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. I I really do wonder though. I'm curious to see when I start playing multiplayer if there is a separate playlist for people playing VR because right now I can't tell if like it feels like I prefer to play in VR because I think the head tracking lets me like like I can look around and like track ships just with my eyes when I'm flying around in VR, but when you're, you know, playing on a on a screen you're always looking directly ahead just like at your crosshairs on the ship so i'm wondering if there's like that much of a competitive advantage to play in vr where you can just you know track the ships to
1: yourself yeah that is interesting i saw people talking about like if vr was going to give such a competitive advantage that's interesting yeah
3: but i will update y'all when i get into multiplayer i'm about halfway through the campaign right now damn
1: i didn't realize the campaign was gonna be so long
3: it's beefy and it feels really good. I feel like a complete badass.
1: I have a big gamer brain and also don't want to hook up the VR headset, I think is what's keeping me from getting this right now.
3: <laughs> you can play in 2D. I'm sure it's just as good.
1: No, that's the gamer brain where I don't want to play ship game. Because mm. I'm, I'm never going to play the multiplayer because I'm going to be bad at it. Mm. So I like it though. I like the way everyone's talking about it. Customizing the little ship. It's cute. <laughs> Boys, any closing thoughts here before we head out?
2: I played Dicey Dungeons. It's fun. You like Yahtzee? You like run based games? You like quirky humor? Check out Dicey Dungeons.
1: That's a roguelike? Yeah. Nice. Cass, you, know, you like Mario Sunshine? yeah i do i beat it good for you for the first time right yeah corona mountain how was it it was rough man you have to uh, pilot a boat in that
4: yeah oof i don't like that
1: there
2: not, was a little... not your favorite 3d mario
1: uh i think i said this last week definitely the most unique definitely a lot of cool ideas in there and honestly, so I really it, do that's like it. It's like the when
2: game. you tell someone they got a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I, I see what you're saying. No, I,
1: I thought the game was awesome. I, I mean, I w- think towards the end, there's a couple like mandatory sections that are like a little bit frustrating. Uh, and like I said, I think the, my biggest gripe with it is that there are like some pretty difficult segments where you like. I get to the end and it's like I've never fallen through the floor on a Mario thing before. And it's like. I fell through the floor, and it fucking took me forever to get here, and that was my last life, and I got to go all the way through fucking Delfino Plaza, through the fucking
4: thing.
1: Oh, by the end, I was like, if I hear the fucking game over music one more time, I'm a fucking choke out Bowser Jr. Just looking for his
2: mom, man. Is I know. This, oh, I'm is, playing... Is this
4: where Bowser Jr. is introduced?
1: No, he was in one of the 2D ones. I don't remember which one. Oh. I think... I'm not positive. You might be right.
4: Was he in one of the little flying things? I, I remember. The little Bowser egg. Boss. Yeah, the egg. That might be two?
1: No, I don't remember.
4: Where's Sam when I you meet him? M-
1: yeah. Maybe world? I don't know.
4: No, it's not world. Oh, f-
1: uh, it might be world. Because one of them had the Koopalings in it. I think that was that's three. F- that's, oh, three.
4: That's three. That's mm. three. God, we're Sam?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm on Galaxy now. That game's fantastic. Uh, they really did... Um, it's a shame. It's definitely a shame that like a lot of the Wii era Nintendo games, y- you kind of are limited to the motion controls. Like They give you other play options, but they just don't... Like The game was designed to be played with the pointer controls. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you can play with those pointer controls and it's the best way to play. Like and playing in handheld works, you can just tell that the game wasn't like made this way. Hmm. For sure.
4: Andrew but have Galaxy's you ever played awesome. Mario underscore sixty four underscore PC underscore port dot seven Z.
1: Now why is that the hmm. name of the ROM?
4: Just sounds like a good Mario game.
1: <laughs> uh sixty four is great. I had a blast playing that again. Download it on your PC if you don't have a a Switch or you're not buying the collection. The uh The music in Galaxy's great. That's the first one with the uh, orchestra. That's my closing thought.
4: I've never played Galaxy Man. I gotta play that.
1: You should download those games, like they are phenomenal. Honestly I think Odyssey's up there with them too though. Like I think that's a controversial take, but Odyssey is just as good as Galaxy, I think.
4: Agreed. I barely like Odyssey. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah, I like love that games. game.
1: That's been your show, ladies and gentlemen. I've been your host. You can follow me at Street StreetSuper. You can follow the show at... Auk oh, pause. Follow Sam at smathxx. Uh, at etsy.com backslash shop backslash Samu Wood Goods. I think that's the right URL. Yeah. Robert yeah, you Mac- nailed
0: it. Uh,
3: follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. JR. Cassidy Sergeant.
2: Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Elmer Gordano.
4: At Elmer is not mad. Go Diners.
1: Until next
2: time, stay
4: cool.